It's just me, myself, and I, I. Whoa, it's just me, myself, and I. It is just me, myself, and I uh, today on the kickback. I'm doing something a little bit different. I kind of got sick of waiting, to be honest. I was looking for a lot of other options as far as like um, what I can do to keep the podcast going. And I was like, you know what, man? Do it yourself. Screw it. See what happens. Maybe you can, you know, try something a little bit different. But, I mean, yeah, that's the goal today. We're just seeing what happens when we do something new. Which is kind of cool because, like, as an artist or as a wannabe artist or an aspiring artist, um, having that chance to fail is pretty fucking awesome. I, I thoroughly believe that being able to fail is, a, is an asset. Um, when you don't have to stress about, is this going to work? Do I need to knock this out of the park? When you can say, Hey, sometimes things mess up. Sometimes things don't work right. It's as long as you're, you know, building on what you want to do. And as long as you kind of give yourself a chance to succeed, Hey man, try everything. Why not? Why not? So, um, trying, like I said, trying something new with the kickback. Um, I'm probably, it's, it might get a little rambly, might get a little rambly, you never know, but I'm going to do my best to kind of talk about things that have been on my mind recently. Um, this isn't going to be a full on therapy sesh because I don't pay you guys enough for that. Um, but this is just kind of stuff that I've noticed if I'm thinking there's probably going to be music, probably going to mention Kanye, um, you know, in, in keeping with the tradition, but yeah, let's get into it. So Recently, you guys may have seen on Instagram that the Starving Artist page is doing um, Instagram reviews. And I thought it was a really, really cool way to kind of interact with people and kind of show people new music. I'm still struggling on how to do Starving Saturdays just because things like release dates and things like that is getting a little bit harder to keep up with you know, with things coming out and it's also getting a little bit difficult to constantly be updating, uh, playlists and Twitter feeds and all these other things. Um, it's a little daunting. So I started doing the Instagram reviews on songs and the, the top tier, right? I want to explain this really quickly. The top tier is shit bang. And what I mean by shit bang is like when you're in the car and you just look over at your passenger seat, whether or not anybody's even in that passenger seat, and you're just like, damn, this shit bang. And that's kind of the highest honor <laughs> that you can have as far as a starving artist review. Um, we've gotten a lot of those this year, man. We've gotten a ton. We've gotten, um, who had one last? Uh, St. Vincent had one. Van Buren Records had one. Brockhampton had one. Um, a lot of people had one and I haven't written this article yet or I haven't written the review yet, but there's two other artists that have had one, um, more recently we had Bel Air who I recently discovered. We'll get to him in a second, but gold link, man, dude, that gold link album is special with a capital Spesh, man. That album, he, I like, I like gold link. I like gold link because gold link is one of those guys who, has a brand, but 
he's willing to experiment. He's definitely, definitely on the more experimental side. When you look at guys like Golden Link, you see a lot of, this is what I sound like, but I can change it. So we heard it in Crew, where he, you know he's kind of got that African-ish style. I think he is African, actually. Or I think it, like when I say he's African, I mean like he's not. I'm digging myself into a hole. But when I say that he's African, I think his parents are of like African descent. I think he's from like I think his parents are like actually from Africa. I think I'm not sure. Doesn't look like it. I'm completely bugging right now. Okay. Um, but yeah, he had a lot of African stylings on his last album, uh, Diaspora. Oh, that was his debut album. Oh, he must have just had Mad Mixtapes before then. Yeah, at what cost? And then we, uh, I think, in, and then we didn't talk anymore. Um, yeah, at what cost is his album? So, okay. Yeah, so Diaspora is actually his debut album. Interesting. Did not know that. Um, but yeah, he, man, I loved, I loved this album, man. It was... I was a big, big fan of Diaspora because the thing about Diaspora was that it was, um, there's a lot of, <laughs> I'm just going to say it, there's a lot of black in there. There's a lot of different artists that you would be like, okay, wait, what? How does this work? You have, um, okay, yeah, cool. Sorry, I'm just looking at the track listing. So you have Khalid, uh, Khalid who, that kid, man, uh, that kid is going to be special, and the reason why I say he's going to be special is because dude's only 23. When he, yo, I'm telling you, there's something about just growing up and experiencing life that you kind of see things a little bit differently. So I'm always interested in like, you know, the teen kind of heartthrobs, which he was for a second, and how how they grow up. We saw it with like Taylor Momsen. She completely left that whole gossip girl and, you know, Hollywood look, and she started a fucking metal band. And then we, you know, but we've seen it kind of go the other way where Miley Cyrus kind of was a country princess and she's kind of found her voice a little bit now, but she still kind of stayed in that role. You know, it was almost like she was like kind of destined to be there. So you have that going on. And then on top of that, you also have, um, so you have that, you know, with Khalid and then you also had Pusha T and Tyler Creator, which was like, what? Like, hold on. Like, how you get Push and then follow it up immediately with a song with Tyler, you know? Um, actually, it's funny. They actually do have a song together, Push and Tyler. But, you know, Push, he's doing cocaine raps because he's the greatest cocaine rapper of all time. I said it. Um, and then Tyler Creator and Golden Link Craft, this, like, really poppy jazzy summertime song about maybe breaking up with your girl probably definitely you know some sort of issue or something so i mean that was a lot of fun to listen to i really really love that album whiz kid is on that album as well you know the night he's hey that's another kid the kid's gonna be something bro uh whiz kid is i think he's like 25 26 uh, he's 30? Oh, I'm already, he's already something, man. See, this is why I love Wikipedia. Because I'll just be mad wrong and then be like, oh, alright, well, my bad. But, uh, Wizkid. Um, Wizkid is a Nigerian artist who's been doing a lot of crazy work. He's been doing a lot of really, really dope stuff. Um, as far as, you know, as far as being a singer. Um, he is featured with Beyonce. He was on you know he's he's done music with like Stormzy he's done music with 
a lot of different artists. Um, yeah, he had a song with Drake, which, I mean, come on, man. So you have a lot of, he, 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 so in the last album, Goldlink made a very, very African and American, you know, black, um, black album. It was a lot of fun to listen to. It was one of my favorites. So he kind of dropped this, not randomly, but you know, it was something that I didn't expect to be honest. You know, I, I, I didn't expect it at all. I just kind of thought it, you know, yeah, we'll see it when we see it, but this new album, Haram, is, dude, it's it's very interesting because there's a mixture of so many things here. There's a mixture of, he's got a lot of rap on this. He's got a lot of electronic on this. He's got a lot of grime on this. He's got a lot of, it's, there's almost like a punk influence as far as how the album is produced. It's a lot of short songs that have a lot of energy, but that energy isn't just like mosh pit going and fighting energy. There's a lot of like just love energy. There's a lot of anger energy. There's so much there that he really explored in a very, very interesting way. And I listened to it like two or three times today, just kind of like, okay, this is something that is very, very special. This is something that... You know, he's he's pushing himself. And you don't really get a sense from artists all the time that they're pushing themselves. But you can definitely feel it here that he is, you know, wanting to continually grow and evolve. Um, So definitely give it a look. Definitely on on the Shitbang Award. But as far as uh, Bel Air, who I said we were going to talk about, Bel Air is a artist I recently got into. Um, And the reason why... I recently got into him. I was, you know, I kind of grew up listening to whatever. Um, my dad is a big rock fan. My mom is, you know, soul and R&B and 80s pop. Um, hip hop was kind of there, but not really uh, most of my life just because 03 hip hop was wild, man. You know, when I'm 10 years old, 11 years you know, 19 years old is nuts. There's a lot going on there. So, they, um, so yeah, hip hop wasn't really a thing until later, but electronic was always kind of there. Um, and that was always kind of, you know, almost like a, a, um, like a parlay, like a, like, like, like that was like a quiet way of like, okay, listen, cause my, my parents, they want us to listen to, you know, Christian music. But electronic was kind of the way that we, like, were exposing ourselves to other sounds. Um, and I was listening to some Swedish House Mafia. And I was like, man, I forgot how like how hard these dudes used to go. Like, Swedish House Mafia, like, I used to love them, man. And I kind of got sucked back into the electronic music scene, you know. Just doing easy stuff like subscribing to uh, Mix Mag and DJ Magazine. It kind of showed me, like, hey, there's a lot of artists out there that are still doing the, you know, doing the damn thing. So... I heard about Bel Air. He is a French disco house DJ. So the disco is very heavy, you know, sounds like Donna Summer, sounds like, you know, stuff like that. And then the house is kind of like early Daft Punk. Um, You know, French house is a very, very different beast from Chicago house. Chicago house is a little bit, you know, more uh, gritty uh, in a sense. There's a lot of you know it's a little bit different than french house 
so let's see let's see if I can actually find something to say how I'm talking like say what I mean not really so anyway so Chicago house is a little bit different this you know you're Julian jumping Perez and then French house is you know early Daft Punk uh, very very early Daft Punk and getting back into Bel Air he played stuff that was I was like okay cool like I'm with this I, I, I like this I like I like what he's doing here. I like how he's doing a lot of, you know, disco stuff and kind of bringing it back. And he's doing it in a very fun summer way, you know? So it was, I just, getting, there's something about music to me, man. Like, and I mentioned it on, um, on Blurred Lines, but music means so much to me just as, in a sense of like, it puts me in a different space. So, like, sure, I can watch the Forza Horizon trailer without music. But when you hear certain songs, when you hear that... When you hear almost the verbalization of, this is how we want you to feel. This is the feelings that we that we have for you. This is what we have in mind. It, there's something different about it. Um, I got into... Uh, what's that game? Uh... Tetris effect just because the music alone, like the music got me into it before the visuals did. So there's something about that kind of housey trance style. And it was very, very, it's very, very, very exciting that, you know, it's, 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 it's an exciting thing to kind of see music doing what music does. It's, it's, you know, this kind of feeling of, like, you, we, they cross over. It, it, you know what it is? Music has kind of turned into, like, the, the MCU, the Marvel's Magic Universe, where you'll have a guy who just kind of builds himself up in the DJ scene, and you have no idea who he is, and now all of a sudden he's got a song with Travis Scott. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, I'm just, it's hard to verbalize for me, which is hilarious, because the, the thing that kind of got me into art was hip-hop. And I started writing songs when I was probably about 15 or 16, just because it was how I dealt with depression still is. And when you can sit down and write lyrics and craft something that makes people feel, man, there's, that's a superpower, man. Like it's, it's not, it's, it's different is different and you know that's kind of where i'll that's kind of where i'll leave that um it's there's something special about being able to discover new music you know like live music is basically church to me man like the way that i see live music bro it's just like it's it's different It, it there's something just about being there and somebody kind of sharing what they did and being like, you know, giving you something that you don't really get a chance to hear very often. Um, you know, in a sense of, hey, this is something that I care about. Let me share it with you. You don't get that very often. You you really don't. You really, really don't get somebody who's willing to let you into their life in such an intimate way. So... Yeah, I spent like what twenty minutes talking about music just now. Um, so yeah, that's exciting. I, I I definitely love doing the reviews. 
I definitely get pumped when I find something new and, and when I get to share it with you guys. Definitely want to go over that really quickly. Um, as far as everything else, I am so sorry there's been a hiatus. Work has been crazy, crazy busy. I'm going to have a huge, huge announcement very, very soon. Um, I'm hoping this next week or two, I, I'm going to have some big news to share. Um, yeah, man, I'm pumped about this. We're, I feel like we're finally taking that next step. And it's interesting because, you know, I, I told a friend of mine, I, uh, <laughs> I'm like, hey, listen, man, I'm either going to completely explode in the next year or things are going to get really, really crazy, you know, really, really bad in the next year because I feel like things are so close. They're on that precipice. You know, I feel like things are like, like, I feel like the ball's going to really, really get rolling here soon. Um, I don't know why I feel that way. I don't. I'm a Pisces, man. Like, we're just sensitive, man. That's our superpower. We get to, you know, feel things. So, I, I can't tell you why I feel like that. I just f have this feeling that, like, stick with it. It's not over yet, you know? Um, and that's kind of what the other thing I want to touch on is that I have been dealing with a lot of depression recently. Um... Some of it I know why, and I don't really care to get into it. Some of it I really don't know why. And if you want to play armchair psychologist, hit me on Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, hit me on Twitter. We can definitely play that game. But I, I, I want to tell people that, you know, listen, I'm not super hoorah, hoorah, go, go, go. I'm not a cheerleader, man. That's not my style. I'm really not that kind of person. Um... But I do want to motivate, and I do want to encourage. So, if you are feeling that way, if you are feeling stuck, if you are feeling like you're you're you know like like that hamster ball or you're not the hamster ball, the hamster wheel, where you know hamsters hauling ass, but he's not going nowhere. If you feel like you're on a treadmill, that's okay. It it is it is it's okay because you you have the power, you know to to do what you're, what it is you're trying to do. And example, this podcast, man, I wanted this to be, you know, like a group of, a group of people all hanging out and all just talking. And we had that, we had that like two or three times actually. And it was great. Loved it, man. Absolutely loved it. But things change and that's okay. Change isn't always a bad thing. You know, it's not always a good thing either, but I think it's exciting that things can change. I think that finding a new way to grow is something very, very exciting. I think that you getting the chance to explore different possibilities is exciting. And I really, really think that it's all perspective. If you have the perspective of, I want to try this to see what happens. Um, I want to, I want to test this. I want, well, you know, whatever it is, if you have that perspective you, you, you know, you're halfway there. You're, you, you definitely are because you have something that you really can't be taken away as far as your unique view of the world. So I know that this is a little bit more, um, after school special, which not exactly what I'm going for. Feel me. But I, I just want to make sure that people know like, Hey, listen, man, it's not over yet. It's not. If, if it was over, 
Ja or the universe or whoever, whatever you want to call it, Zeus, Odin, whoever, they would they would make sure that it's over. But if you woke up today, if you saw the morning today, man, Tupac said it, man. He likes sunrise more than sunset. If you saw the sunrise today, you got another day. And I am not one of those rise and grind kind people, man. I'm that's not that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that giving yourself a chance every day sometimes is the way that you rebuild yourself or redefine yourself or whatever it is that you're looking for as far as your goals. Um, just wanted to kind of, you know, encourage whoever and let's be honest, man, I'm going to keep it a buck with you guys. I know that this podcast doesn't do the biggest numbers. I know that. And that's okay. But there's a quote that mask said, and if you've never heard of mask, he is one of the three people that found a tap out. So when you look at tap out and you see the, uh, you know, the big tall white guy with the Afro, that's skyscrape. If you see, you know, that guy with the bandana that's like pretty much over his eyes, not sure how he sees. That sounded like such an old man. I'm not sure how he sees with that bandana over his eyes. But if you see like a little bald white dude with a bandana, you know, over his eyes, that's punk ass. And Mask was the face, man. That dude, he had the top hat and the face paint and the, you know, cut off sleeves, military camo vest, bro. And that was Mask, man. And he died a couple years, probably about a decade ago now, but he, he died a while ago. And I remember I read the last interview that they ever, that they ever, you know, that they ever had with him. I think it was Dub Magazine, which, yo, that's a fucking throwback. Dub Magazine, bro. 20 inches strong on a, <laughs> on a Cadillac Escalade, man. That's some 07, 08 shit right there. Anyway, um, he said, I don't want to touch a million people. He said, I want to be the guy that touches the guy that touches a million people. And ever since then, man, that just, that quote blew my mind, bro. Because like everyone wants to be that Tony Robbins. Everyone wants to be that, you know, that guy who's just on stage and surrounded by everyone. And, you know, he's the guy, but there's a guy who inspired him to do that. You know what I mean? Like, like, just think about that for a second. There's a guy who inspired the guy that inspired you. Who's that guy? Who's the guy who inspired Kanye? Because we know we've seen Kanye's lineage, you know, Travis Scott, Kid Cudi, Lupe Fiasco. Um, you name it. Just, uh, who else? Um, designer, we've seen that kind of Kanye lineage. Who's the guy that inspired J. Cole? Because J. Cole inspired Dreamville. So who's the guy that inspired J. Cole? I think it was Nas. But, you know, but like, who's the guy who inspired that guy? Who's the guy who inspired that guy? Who's the, that ladder of, okay, well, who did you come from? Well, I came from this person. Who did you come from? That family tree. And I think that's the whole goal of Starving Artist is... Being the guy that touches the guy that touches a million people. Having the podcast that makes someone else want a podcast. Having the events that make somebody else want to run events. 
you know, that's always been the goal is to build and, you know, especially, you know, building a community and building something new and something special. That's always been the goal with Starving Artist. And I really, really think that just that mentality of wanting to help someone else and wanting to give is something that I try to do. And listen, man, I'm not great at it. I'm not perfect. I do my best, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not perfect. I'm not, um, it's hard. I'm not gonna lie guys. It's really difficult sometimes to wake up and do everything that you know you're supposed to do. It's not easy. Sometimes it's not fun. You know, that whole, oh, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. No. Like, you can love, like, you can, I was telling a friend of mine, you sacrifice every day for something. You, it's not out of the ordinary to, you know, sacrifice the time that you wanted to do X. That way you can hang out with Y person that you like. You know, you're always giving something up. And I just... I I think that that sacrifice, you know, I don't want to glamorize over sacrifice. I don't want to glamorize that person who's like, I give everything of myself and I have nothing left for anybody else. And I tend to do that. Um, not on purpose, but I tend to do that. But I just really, really want, that's my goal for Starving Artist. You know, my goal for Starving Artist is like, Who's the guy that's going to inspire the next artist from from Phoenix? Possibly Hawaii if I get a chance to go back. Possibly Virginia, you know, because I got some connects out there. Who's going to be that guy? Who's going to be the guy that makes everyone else want to reach their goals? I want that to be me, you know. And I've I've tried doing it with my brothers, and you know that they have their own goals and dreams. I try to do that when I coach. You know, a lot of those kids have their own goals and dreams. But I just feel like there's going to come that moment when it clicks and you're just like, yes, I get it. I understand. This is the mission. And I feel like when it clicks, when it finally all works out for me, it's going to be incredible. But, you know, just sharing a little bit, um, trying to stay patient, trying to stay hungry, you know, trying to stay hungry and trying to make sure that I'm doing what I need to do. Um... Yeah, I think that's it, man. I think that's it. Um, <laughs> I kind of wish I had somebody here. Actually, you know what? I may be getting people here. We've definitely got to... Um, I've got to check on some things. I've, I've got. I've been neglecting a couple things. And I, I think it's time to kind of re-explore those, those things. So um, I appreciate you guys for listening. I definitely do. I appreciate you guys for kind of, you know, even though I'm rolling solo... I definitely appreciate that. Hey, if you're in the Phoenix area or if you know how to record stuff on Skype, please, by all means, hit me up. Let's do something. Let's do something fun. Let's do something cool, man. Um, I'm hoping there's a couple of guests I would like to get kind of in my dreams, to be honest. I'm not going to mention their names because I don't want you to. Eh, it's not even you guys. Like, you guys are going to you know, go dox anyone, but I'm just going to, you know, kind of kind of, you know, mention that. There are some people that I that I hope that I can work with soon, and I really, really hope that I can build this to the point where they're not saying, "Hey, what's this cool logo?" I want them to just recognize, "Hey, this is Starving Artist." You know, it's not even about Brave, and this is Starving Artist. So, 
I appreciate the listen. Appreciate the patience. Um, you guys definitely, definitely, definitely be safe out there. You know, stay dangerous. And we will catch you on the next one. Peace.